Hello, and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. Hello and welcome back to What Goes Bump the Night. This is your host, Trevor Jensen, and with me as always is... Riley Clark. And we are on episode 84. I almost said 48. <laughs> I almost went super like, we dyslexic. We went back in time today. Because we're just jumping back in the old phone booth and just zip-zapping our way back into the past. <laughs> Even though it's 2022, folks. We probably already have that technology. Yeah, and it's already been a really good month for the podcast. Thanks to you, Night Crew. Uh, we've gained a couple subs on youtube so thank you for everyone that's been listening to our us. cries have been heard <laughs> we just want to continue to build that channel because once we get back to investigating it's gonna it's be really gonna nice pop. to be able to know that we have a bunch of people there supporting us exactly through these journeys but as a continuation to our last episode yeah, we are going to talk about the scp foundation again and i think we're gonna kind of make it like a new series i agree as we should because i fucking love them yeah we kind of after we did the last episode we jumped around a whole bunch so much of time like just watching other people's videos from these crazy stories I and printed reading out a them, shit ton our, of them yeah reading them <laughs> ourselves and like talking about like the crazy one that we found or whatever so it's just been a lot of fun and we're like we got to continue to do this on the podcast and i think what we're going to do is we actually we're skipping one because we have a cuz i that. fucked up and printed out 2 through 10 and i said i did 1 through 10 and i guess i just missed number 1 <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to start up with scp zero zero two the living room and there's an emphasis on living yes (laughs) (laughs) don't worry it's not like a living room it's the living room yeah (laughs) it's it's the only way i can subscribe that yeah my brain just went fart but yeah so i'll go ahead and uh explain to you the special containment procedures for scp 002 It's to remain connected to a suitable power supply at all times to keep it in what appears to be recharging mode. In case of electrical outage, the emergency barrier between the object and the facility is to be closed and immediate area evacuated. Once facility power is reestablished, alternating bursts of X-ray and ultraviolet light must strobe in the area until SCP-2 is reaffixed to the power supply and return to recharging mode containment area is to be kept at negative air pressure at all times teams including a minimum of two members are required within 20 meters of scp2 or its containment area personnel should maintain physical contact with one another at all times to confirm there is another person present so you gotta hold hands (laughs) as perception may be dulled skewed or influenced by the proximity to the object no personnel below level three are permitted with an scp-2 this requirement may be waived via written authorization from two off-site level four administrators command staff issued such a waiver must be escorted by at least five level three security personnel 
for the duration of their contact and must temporarily surrender their rank and security clearance. Following contact, command staff will be escorted at least five kilometers, kilometers, sorry, I think it came as kilometers, from SCP-2 to undergo 72-hour quarantine and psychological evaluation. If deemed fit for return to duty by psych staff, rank and security clearance may be restored when quarantine expires. All right, so let's just start off. This room literally sounds, makes you stupid. Sounds after you dangerous. With, like, some type of psychological oh. like effect to your brain to where it just dumbs you down you've seen the spongebob where they have like that orb of confusion or whatever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of the vibe i get yeah yeah just don't touch it that's kind of crazy they're like it doesn't matter what level you are they're like if you go into the living room uh you have to voluntarily turn stupid like release your clearance level so you have to be like all right i've worked so hard to be a level five or whatever and then you're like oh i gotta go to sp scp2 oh crap i might come out as a level one that's so <laughs> fucking nuts to me or, or you might not even be yeah they might just like because we're talking again. about the scp foundation so they'd probably just kill you they'll probably be like uh you're now terminated because you and don't dead have, because yeah, you, we can't have you leaking this information you're just anyone. dumb now and i can't have this that's amazing. All right, so next up we have description. You want me to keep going or you want to read this? You, you go with this one. I'll do I, the next one. I got you. SCP-2 resembles a tum- tumorous, fleshy growth with a volume of roughly 60 meters cubed or 2,000 feet cubed. An iron valve hatch on one side leads to its interior, which appears to be standard low, or appears to be a standard low-rent apartment of modest size. One wall of the room possesses a single window, though no such opening is visible visible from the exterior. The room contains furniture, which upon close examination appears to be sculpted bone, woven hair, and various other biological substances produced by the human body. All matter tested thus far show independent or fragmented DNA sequences for each object in the room. Refer to the Mulhausen Report cross-reference document 00.023603 for details related to objects discovery what the fuck it's literally a fleshy apartment building (laughs) what it's a living room do you think it like poops I don't. I'm, we might find out here. You think like the the bathroom is just like a giant? And turn. don't worry, we have the report. It's coming. That's fucking gross. <laughs> the Mulhausen report, people. It's coming. The Mulhausen report. Let's see what else. Reference we have here. to date. Subject has been responsible for the disappearances of several personnel. It is also in its time at the facility further furnished itself with two lamps, a throw rug, and a television, a radio, a beanbag chair, three books in an unknown language, four children's toys, and a small potted plant. Tests with a variety of lab animals included higher primates have failed. Before we even go any farther, it sounds like it's eating people and turning it into fucking... Yeah. (laughs) Like like anything it wants. (laughs) That's crazy. Higher primates have failed to provoke a response in SCP-2. Cadavers as well failed to produce any effect. Whatever produces the subjects 
uses to convert organic matter into furnishings is apparently only facilitated by the introduction of living humans. Holy shit. <laughs> View Melhausen Report doc, docked docked 00.023.603. Do we really have to read all the numbers every time? Yes. Because now, <laughs> now I'm like, this is a lot of numbers. <laughs> and then again, it says the same the thing. The Mulhausen Report. Uh, the following is a brief report detailing the discovery of SCP-002. Subject was discovered in a small crater in the North Portugal where it stuck the Earth from orbit. Encased in a shell of thick rock, the fleshy exterior of the object was exposed by the impact. A native farmer happened upon the site and reported his findings to the village elder. Subject gained SCP attention when a level 4 agent posted in the area detected a small radioactive anomaly generated by the object. A collection squad of SCP security personnel led by General Malhausen was immediately dispatched to the area where they quickly secured the object in a larger container and performed initial testing with subjects recruited from the nearby village. Oh, poor people. <laughs> <laughs> Three men individually sent into the structure subsequently disappeared. Upon discovering this deadly property of the subject, General Menhausen issued a level 4A termination order <coughs> of any witness. Roughly one third of the village. Oh God! <laughs> Those really they poor villagers. A third of the. You village. weren't wrong about them. Just like, hey, cut them. <laughs> cut them. They're ruthless, bro. Savage. To ensure no outside knowledge of the object, and initiated to enter transport to SCP facility. Data expunged. They like to redact a lot of this. During preparation for transport, four SCP security personnel were inexplicably drawn inside the object, where they too immediately disappeared. Following the inspection, it appeared as if the object had grown several new furnishings and was beginning to look like the interior of an apartment room. Mm -hmm. General Manhausen immediately ordered the requisition of several class three hazmat suits for the remaining security teams who proceeded to lift the container onto a weighted freight ship to transport to SCP containment facility. Data expunged. Data expunged. (laughs) Following the termination of General Manhausen, SCP-002 was re-secured by SCP staff and brought into special containment and classified where it is currently resides staff with clearance below level three has been denied access to the scp-002 container without prior approval of at least level four staff after the men housing incident is this an alien is this like they're they said it came from space right yeah is this like they're what are you gonna call it like is this like a alien effect where it's like a growth that just inhabits it like the the fucking people that it gets into their minds and it's like okay they lived in this place so i'm just gonna (laughs) turn them into it that's a nice couch it'd be a shame if If somebody looked like it (laughs) (laughs) if the cushions were your skin and the bones were the the frame i don't know it sounds like some type of alter reality 
God, it's like, crazy. This like, one's hard to wrap my head around because it's a living flesh sack that eats people and, and turns, turns them, them into, into furniture. furniture. <laughs> like, what? That's so gnarly. And then people who, who do leave it leave retarded. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was just saying, then you're completely incompetent after you leave because it's like, uh, your psyche well, actually, actually, you're just you're dead anyways. Yeah, like your psyche you. is destroyed because you just saw actually, people. Actually, if you live, they might... The SCP might not kill you. They might just keep you contained for, That's like, the rest guess. of your life. Or just use you as a, a guinea pig every time they need somebody yeah, to go in there. Yeah, because they need guinea Be pigs. like, hey, let's see if we can get ourselves a uh, nice dishwasher in uh, there. Don't we have a level zero that went into SCP-2? Send the villagers in. <laughs> Holy shit. That one's wild. I, I'd say, so far, that one's very abstract compared to most of the other ones that are like really grounded in historical things this one where the fuck would you come up with this other than if you were just like a villager that was just like did you see this <laughs> like hey. i found a fleshy growth in my field and it's very fleshy <laughs> like, i don't even it's know huge. like it's massive it's inside of a rock that hit the earth and just made a crater now it's eating people alive turning them into furniture <laughs> Like, I wonder if anybody has really escaped out of this fleshy mass without being turned into furniture. Doubtful. That's my guess. Unless you have the proper, like, hazmat suits like they were saying. And that's, like, I think they didn't even go inside. They just touched the outside of it. And we're like, <laughs> like what? Okay. Let's, let's move on to SCP-3. The biological motherboard. This one sounds wild. Sounds like straight up like iRobot or like fucking Skynet in I'm real life. I'm thinking it's like a computer that like it's also a big fleshy mass. Eats, yeah, eats flesh or something. Like it's a computer that has like some type of. Weird it's like flesh growing thing. skin and sinew and muscles yeah. like out a of like a motherboard. Computer kind of. Uh, that would be. I mean, it's kind of like that chess computer that can like predict your moves and be like, "Bitch, I beat you." <laughs> <laughs> okay. So special containment procedures for this one is SCP-3 is to be maintained at a constant temperature of no less than 35 degrees Celsius, ideally kept above 100 degrees Celsius. No living multicellular organisms of category 5 or higher complexity may be allowed to come in contact with SCP-003. It already sounds like the Trapper Keeper from South Park, where if you fucking put anything in it, it just morphs into something. And then also this giant Barbara Streisand fucking Trapper Keeper. <laughs> I already love this. In the event of total power failure, SCP-003-1 begins to increase its mass. Assigned personnel must engage in skin contact with SCP-3-1. Ideally, personnel may use their body heat to return SCP-3-1 to above the critical temperature. However, skin contact must be maintained even in the event of SCP-3 reaching uh, activation temperature. Lasting at minimum until SCP-3-1 advances fully to its second growth stage. Oh my god, this is getting crazy. Personnel who enter SCP-3's containment area must first be examined for body parasites of Category 5 or higher complexity. And sterilized if such organisms are present. All personnel who have come in physical contact with SCP-3-1 are immediately report for sterilization afterwards 
SCP-3-1 must not be removed from SCP-3-2 except in case of emergency procedures detailed above. Any significant change in SCP-3-2's rune activity, including pattern, frequency, or color, should be reported within three hours of the occurrence. Cessation of rune activity, or yeah, cessation, I think that's how you say it, yeah. must be reported immediately. SCP-3-2 must be supplied with power via the source designated generators uh, double zero three ix i don't know what that even like what roman numeral it is at all times the description scp-3 consists of two related components of separate origin referred to as scp-3-1 and scp-3-2 scp-3-1 appears to be composed of chitin hair and nails of unknown biology arranged in a configuration similar to that of a computer motherboard. Testing reveals that SCP-3-1 to predate earliest known circuit boards by factor of thousands of years. SCP-3-1 is considered sentient but not actively dangerous except under certain conditions. SCP-3-1 was found on a stone tablet SCP-3-2, on which it currently resides, the runes on SCP-3-2 are not part of any known language and emit pale flickering light patterns. SCP-3-2 is controlled by a non-biological internal computer, the con contents of which are mostly inaccessible without risk of damaging SCP-3-2. SCP-3-2 is capable of controlling emissions of radiation, including heat, light, and anomalous radiation types. SCP-3-2 contains an interval power source, internal power source of anomalous nature, which appears to have been losing power since several centuries before discovery. It is considered that probable, probable that SCP-3-2 was created for the purpose of containing SCP-3-1. Partially inter interpreted data recovered from SCP-3-2 may refer to a past or potential future LK-class restructuring event caused by SCP-3-1. The fuck is going on? <laughs> SCP three dash or I mean SCP three SCP three yeah words sounded out was located by remote viewing team SRV four beta. That's fucking cool. Remote viewing in itself is awesome. It appears possible that SRV four beta was deliberately contacted by SCP three two. Other organizations have also been alerted to SCP. SCP-3's existence. Possibly by similar means, despite this activity, SCP-3-2 does not appear to be sentient based on its lack of reaction to MO3 Gloria analysis procedures. When SCP-3 drops below the temperature of 35 degrees Celsius, both components react. First, SCP-03-1 enters a growth state characterized by an exponential increase in mass. This growth state consists of two stages. In both stages, SCP-3-1 partially fuels its growth by converting another mass around it. 
starting with any surrounding inorganic material, including atmospheric elements, then novelating non-living organic materials <laughs> making up words here including cells of dead skin hair chitin enamel keratin and other biological materials the first stage is always the same scp-3-1 will increase its mass then take on a form similar in a shape to an opithroid brittle star yeah, ophiroid? I never heard that word. Of 15 meters in diameter, including what appears to be a central process- processor of 3 meters in diameter. It will form sensory organs that appear to scan its surrounding environment and will practically convert the area... It. Okay, that's a typo. <laughs> partially convert the area around it to an unidentified anomalous substance. SCP-03-2 seems immune from conversion. The second stage describes a growth alteration which occurs when SCP-3 comes into contact with living organic material. SCP-3 appears to template itself off the organic material and will attempt communication with organisms that match its potential template or templates. In the second stage, SCP-3-1 may pause slow or change its growth, and it will also convert inorganic, non-living organic elements into functionally similar structures where anomalies anomalously altering their physical makeup. Holy shit. <laughs> While growth is consistent in the first stage, in the second stage, SCP-3-1's growth rate is diminished by 20 to 90%. So long as SCP-3-1 remains in contact with the living organic material, the percentage is determined by the complexity of the organisms in contact with SCP-3-1. SCP-3-1 appears to devote a large amount of processing power to the analysis of living organic material. During each of SCP-3-1's growth stages, SCP-3-2 releases bursts of radiation that temporarily inhabit SCP-3-1's growth, or reverse the growth when the temperature of SCP-3-1 rises above 100 degrees Celsius. Similar radiation immersions have been replicated or recorded via another anomalous means. Jesus. SCP-3-1's biology has been the subject of intense study. Significant elements have been identified similar to SCP-blanked-out, SCP-1512, and SCP-2756. We don't even know what those are, people. Nope, not yet. (laughs) (laughs) The latter two of which have no further confirmed connection to SCP-3-1 and no known connection with each other and none of which are fully understood. Technically, my stomach is going crazy. <laughs> That's not a nut. <laughs> Technically, even less understood than SCP-3 thanks to the extensive cross dis- disciplinary? disciplinary research on SCP-3 objects. To date, no convincing 
analysis has been put forward with satisfactory explains SCP-3-1's connection to these SCP objects or others, nor its connection to the modern technology beyond appearance and potential mimicry via unknown mechanism. Holy shit. This thing is wild. Like, it can just become anything it wants. Yeah, it's it's like a transformer, but fleshy. <laughs> it's like a fleshy a microchip that just is like, touch me and I'll take your soul. Another one of those, like, it seems like a lot of these things, like, self-absorb, like, what's around them. Yeah. Well, especially if it's inorganic material and shit, and then it's, like, just using it for its own fucking gain. Like, that's nuts. And the fact that it's, like, it only... Everything it touches, it's, like, I'm gonna take this element and this element... Yeah, and and then they work together, like, the microchip and then whatever, like, the tablet thing it's on. It's, like, actually, like, a computer where it gets too hot and the fans turn on, and it's, like, hey, chill out, bro. (laughs) Like, you're getting too warm. so crazy. Okay, so Addendum 3-1. Acting on information gathered from linguistics analysis of SCP-3-2's runes, our comparative data analysis research team MO3 Gloria has managed to establish a link between SCP-3 and data expunged for analysis of functions. SCP-3-1 must now be considered sentient, and is to be kept at a minimum of one kilometer from data expunged and the resulting byproduct at all times. So it's fucking making shit with whatever the data expunged part is, which is fucking awesome. Amendum, or addendum. Oath, amendum. Oh, yeah. It's addendum. You said it the first. Did I say first. it wrong? Whatever. You said it right the first time, and then the second time. I, I said, let them boom. <laughs> three dash two, or yeah, three dash two. SCP 03's dash two's power loss has been exacerbated by the procedures performed by MO3 Gloria on orders of 05-10 MO3 Gloria will continue procedures addendum 33 during MO3 Gloria procedures SCP-3-1 doubled its mass and began a rapid structural growth temperature was immediately returned to 100 degrees Celsius growth and mass in- mass not math Increase of SCP-3-1 continued for 9 minutes and 6 seconds, at which time sustained radiation spike was pr- produced by SCP-3-2. In response, SCP-3-1 returned to its normal state in 3 minutes and 39 seconds. New growth dissolved into dusty residue which was collected for analysis. Both SCP-3-1 and SCP-3-2 ceased all detectable activity. SCP-3-2 did not resume activity until connected to an external power source. This is a mouthful. (laughs) SCP-3-2's runes glowed uniformly gray and did not resume normal activity for three hours. SCP-3-2's no longer appears to be able to maintain containment area at a temperature above 35 degrees Celsius without external power supplied by generators 033 through IX. So this thing takes a lot of fucking power. Yep. You want to go ahead and read the next one? I got you. I'll read the last one. Addium. Addendum. Addendum. I can't say it. It's hard to say. (laughs) 3-4. The procedure detailed in Addendum 3-3 was repeated, and SCP-03-1 again entered a growth state. After 10 minutes and 13 seconds, SCP-3-2 once again produced a sustained radiation spike. 
SCP-3-1's growth stopped for 33 second, 36 seconds, then resumed at its previous pace. On quadrupling its mass, SCP-3-1 formed a coherent outer shell and body. After appearing to scan its environment in part partially partially i said it it sounds particularly oh though my God. <laughs> it could be there's so <laughs> many like words in here that are just like wow this is very like jargon-esque <laughs> yeah uh converting its environment scp-3-1 then breach containment entering the observation gallery where nine members of mo3 gloria were present on physical contact with team members scp-3-1 encompassed them in rapid rapidly grown appendages oh. and s stopped growth for 15 minutes scp-3-1 then resumed growth and rearranged the component parts of the center of its form to the shape of a three meter tall female humanoid with prehemptal tentacles shifting peripheral oh peripheral <laughs> tentacles shifting to extrude primarily from SCP-3-1's newly formed hair and spine. Jesus Christ. SCP-3-1 then produced rudimentary vocalizations in an apparent attempt to communicate with researchers. Data expunged. An unknown individual approached the compromised containment area in a company of squad in a company of full squad agents the individual claimed to be acting on orders of 5-10 and attempted communication with scp-3-1 data expunged following the incident agent jackson checks oh, jackson uh, of MO3 Gloria successfully restored power to SCP-3-2 and actively backed up generators to return the temperature to 100 degrees Celsius. SCP-3-1 returned to its normal state in 21 minutes and 7 seconds and was successfully recontained without incident. All nine members of M3 Gloria affected by scp 3-1 were afterwards found to be physically unharmed huh. with no residue residual effects besides psychological trauma the converted materials of scp-3's former containment area did not dissolve and are now under analysis and an endium 3-5 in the light of the previous incident 05-10 was removed from the 05 council by joint decision of 5 blank, 5 blank, and 5 blank. MO3 Gloria produces procedures have been identified indefinitely. Indefinitely suspended. Wow. Special access program MO3 Gloria required. And we don't have that re that requirement. But holy chip balls. This thing turned into a Cthulian like woman monster. <laughs> I, all I can think of is like the dial-up sound. Like you remember what it sounded like trying to get on the internet, where it's like, <laughs> like I 100% think that's probably what it sounded like while it was trying to get its like vocal cords to work in like human speak. This is probably the best way to say it. Yeah, and just. 
This. This is literally what I think of. Oh my god. It's perfect. This brings me back. <laughs> that brings me so far back to the days of that's, the internet. That's what SCP-3 sounds like. <laughs> Could you just imagine that? How psychologically fucked up you would be after seeing this, though? It's just like gets out of its containment field and it's just like morphing into this like crazy thing and all of a sudden it's just like tentacle lady and it's just like <laughs> I just can't get over that sound and you're just like uh the fuck do I do now <laughs> like what do I do what a job these agents have bro if I could work for this foundation and just have a GoPro in my That's pocket at all times. Real. <laughs> yeah, I I'm gonna go on a limb here and say, this is black site. This is shit that never should have hit the fan, and it hit the fan, and now we're just loving every minute of it. Because <laughs> fuck Area 51, take me to the black site facility where the SCPs are held. Right. Fuck Area 51 at this point. I could care it's less like about these that shit. SCPs remind. Do you remember that story we read at the like beginning of the Does It Go Bumps, and it was like an alien. Like the skull in the box? Is that what we're thinking of? Or was there another no. one? It was an alien who escaped Area 51. Do you oh, remember that story? Yes. And he was I don't contained remember, yeah. in this lower access unit below Area 51. Yeah, and, and they spoke to him and shit. Yeah, and like he became friends with the doctor, and the doctor helped him get out. Do you remember yep, that story? I do remember that now. God, could you imagine if you just get tied up in this and they're just like, hey, sir, I'm going to need you to come with me. Just a full black suited, like pale white man with sunglasses. And you're like, okay. And next thing you know, you're like in this underground facility and they're like, so here's Jilly Job, the uh, gelatinous amorphous um, alien that came from planet Licklar. <laughs> like, Don't come near him. He likes to eat your toenails. He also has blood that is battery acid. So if you decide to, like, cut him a little bit, he'll just melt you. And his eyeballs taste like marshmallows. Or you got the tickle monster right here. And if you get too close to his cell, he's just going to reach out, grab you, in and tickle you. And that apparently is one of the SCPs. That's 999. I can't wait for that one. We could even do that one if we wanted to in the next episode, but I think it's probably best if we start just going numerically because there's a lot of good ones numerically. But there's also just, like, a gazillion good ones. Like, I found... um number eight i think it is when we get to that one is the zombie plague which we already have talked about this multiple times and how real this shit is but you needed special level floor level four clearance to get access to the file for it and i found the code to get level four access for it <laughs> and i got the access so now we have that to read and it's like i'm so excited because i just want to be an agent of doom and just read this shit because it's amazing yeah, I freaking love these things. These are great. Like, I, I could sit here and probably read 15 of these things back to back, 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 right. back. Right, and this all started because of the Wendigo episode. Yeah, and, like, you brought it up the other day. You were like, why don't we do an episode on the SCP thing like we did a little while ago? And I said, oh, yeah, <laughs> those are a thing. I said, fucking run that shit. And these are I hope you guys have heard of them before, before we had mentioned them. One of I my friend's little brothers who's, like, nine or ten already knew what it was how to classify these things like between safe e euclid or euclid and whatever else the other ones are and he was just like the scp is a special foundation where it's like safe protect and contain or something and it's like 
how do you know that kid <laughs> like what do you do in your free time i love it you're gonna be the best goddamn scientist we've ever had it's amazing maybe he's an agent oh my fucking god he's really just like a plant they planted him in this family and they were like hey this kid has a brain of like 12 supercomputers I'll... since we're going off on a little bit of tangent <laughs> here i was watching one that i found on youtube and it was like scp 3524 or something like that i don't we've know only, if we've only made one. it up to like 999 and so. it was an ikea store oh god that by the looks of it was an ikea store it's normal but not normal right but yeah super normal but there was some weird type of glitch inside of the ikea store that you couldn't leave so it was like bed bath and beyond 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 yeah. beyond <laughs> so i think it was like they had an alarming amount of disappearances in this one city oh god and the last known location for was these ikea people was ikea <laughs> so they sent agents in and one of the agents didn't come out so like they sent in two groups you know could you imagine they're just in the back putting together the furniture <laughs> And apparently they went into this other, like, realm, right? Yeah. And there was all these people that were trapped in this realm. Oh, my God. And by God. day, it was a normal Ikea store. And at night... You just could never leave. It was just... It was endless. So, I guess, like, this Holy Ikea shit. store had no beginning and no end. So, you... It literally would just go on forever. You could just walk down an aisle and you could... You keep seeing the same things like you were walking around the store. Yeah, where it's like a But loop. you're not. You're walking deeper into it oh god and the people that were living and stuck in the psychia store had band together and created like this little town no shit and during the day like i'd said it was a normal ikea store so oh like the god. food court would self-replenish food that's every cool. day that's so cool. they always had food and they always had substance to keep them so alive they could just sustain. but then there was this one weird thing about it oh no there was these ikea oh, workers that oh, looked no. exactly the same their arms were too long their legs were too long oh they had no face they were just like a blob a like, slender if you were to draw like a outline of a person and put an ikea shirt and pants on them that's it no facial features oh, no God. no hands their arms are just blob like nubs Fuck that. The legs are just nubs, and they just walk around the store. And they, and during the day, I guess they were mild tempered. They, they wouldn't get mad, but at nighttime, they were extremely aggressive. Oh God! So you were like Rambo at night, and just like, hey, we live in this like nice little cul-de-sac in the middle of Ikea. <laughs> but as soon as night come come, it was a war. The night marchers are here. <laughs> The night workers. I don't know. I don't remember the exact SCP it was, but it was like three something, three thousand something. That one sounds fun. I mean, like, if you could put a rope on me, send me in there and get me out, like, I'd go fight me some Ikea workers because fucking Ikea furniture is so fucking terrible to put together. Oh, yeah. And then they found out it wasn't just that Ikea store. It was a multitude of Ikea so stores around this, the like, world. So it was like, you go into this, like, pocket dimension of Ikea where it's like, <laughs> it doesn't matter what Ikea you come from. Oh, my God. You're just stuck in an I'm from Jonestown, Ohio. <laughs> oh, I'm from Lansing, Michigan. Oh, I'm from Canada. <laughs> like, the fuck did you get here? Well, I was shopping for Ikea. <laughs> like, What? <laughs> Get 
out of here, man. I was just here for a new kitchen set. I was smoking the weed because I need a new couch, and I burnt holes in my couch, and now there's people beating me at night in the Ikea store, and I can't leave. Like, that's so fucking trippy. <laughs> that's, like, like, the worst trip ever. And I remember when we found the, like, Wendingo one, we were like, this is nuts. Like, what it's is so this nuts. thing? We were, like, stumble-fucked over the whole thing because I was like, how do we read this? <laughs> like, there's so much redacted, and it's just crazy. And now it's like, there's so many stories of just wild instances of, like, just anomalous things happening throughout our everyday lives that we should probably know about because <laughs> fuck dude like you go to ikea you never come back you fucking go outside to your farm you find a fucking massy growth that decides to eat people and turn them into furniture like i'm pretty sure that like this scp thing is total fixed fictitious like probably but, but I, I want to believe, believe it. I would have been so bad. <laughs> There's something weird inside my brain that just goes. Some of these you probably are. Some of them, yeah, I think they're. Some of them are probably like based off of some type of like actual thing. But, but like, there's a few that are just like. What the fuck did I just read? Yeah, there's there's some like we did in the last episode. The children that one. suck your fear out of you, like. What the fuck? Who has such a twisted <laughs> mind that just comes up with that bullshit, man? I guess kind of like my story, the books in the basement, like yeah. that weird shelf was kind of like an SCP thing. It'd be, it'd probably be, you an, know, I come yeah, it'd probably be a Euclid book. class where it's like, you can't come in contact yeah, with this. Yeah, don't come in contact with those books. Yeah, otherwise you're going to be transported into a fuck all. <laughs> yeah, because that's what happened in that story. <laughs> oh my God. I love that though so much. I'm so excited to read more of these. Like, it's so great. So fucking great. Yeah. I, I'm super excited because I just think they're going to get better and better and better as this we keep going. This is two and three. We're only on two and three out of uh, thousands. super cool. Yeah. And I didn't even... I, I mean, like, I proofread these just a teeny tiny bit. But it's like, I didn't get as in-depth as I was before where it's like, Damn, son! This is fucking crazy! Like, the next one's, like, fucking skeleton keys and bullshit, and it's like, I think everybody's heard of a skeleton key before that can probably unlock any door, which is probably what it is, but I've actually read it, so it could be really fucked up. <laughs> yeah, who knows? I guess we'll find out next episode. I guess we shall, because fucking SCPs, man. Yeah, and everyone remember, coming up very soon, we Ooh, have no. the Bumpies. Bumpies. That will be episode 100, and we're super excited because we're getting really, really close to it. We're on 84 right now, right? So yeah. So, like, 16 more? Yeah. And then we're fucking there? Yeah. There's really not that many. There yeah. really isn't in all retrospect of all of this, which is nuts. Right. It's only going to be just, like, a couple more couple more weeks, probably, and we're going to be there. And remember, for that, we're going to do a live stream, and we're going to do a lot. We have a lot of good ideas for it yeah and if we start doubling up on episodes like a couple of times a week like we'll be there before you guys know it which is yeah. the kind of the plan is like start banking these bad boys because man these are too hard not to read and try to get together more often exactly oh, i love and it remember where you can find us on spotify on apple on podbean on youtube on pandora on iHeartRadio, deezer tune in you know when you say that it kind of sounds like you're naming off the like the reindeer yeah <laughs> like, yeah on dancer on pressure, they drive on this Spotify. sleigh baby they drive this sleigh <laughs> so right <laughs> I, I don't know why i just pictured like like probably they Spotify's are our reindeer like rudolph <laughs> can you guide my sleigh tonight 
Spotify, and YouTube. if you haven't already, make sure you give us a sub or a follow on whatever application that you listen to us. Comment huh? if you're on iTunes because that always helps um, boost ratings. If you're ratings. on Apple, give us a five star rating and a review because that will put us higher in the charts. Yeah. And help we've already, see us. if you guys didn't know this or not, like we've already been in like the top two hundred, top one hundred, like ep- like yeah, episodes or not episodes, uh, uh, like publications or whatever you want to yeah, call categories. it. Categories. Yeah. Like in in the world in multiple different countries, so. and that, like people might sitting in their houses right now going, "Oh, that's not very great." Like, you want to be top ten or at least, and it's like, no, there's millions, millions of podcasts, of podcasts. And millions, one hundred, multiple times, which is fucking awesome. And thank you guys. Which I think helps. our category on uh, Apple is like natural sciences, which is, which is weird to me. I think we should be under storytelling or even horror or something like along the lines of that, but whatever, it's fine. But they don't have like a parent. They don't really, they need to. That's the thing is they need to have a paranormal tab where it's just like, I want to listen to some ghost shit or some like extraterrestrial shit. And it's like, boom, there it is. Instead of just typing yeah. in ghost stories. And then it's like, Oh, you got ghost stories are us. Ghost stories are them. And it's like, those names of the podcast are literally ghost stories. It's like, well, yeah. come so on now. for us to be like a top 100 of any category is absolutely incredible. That's good. Like, especially when we only have like two ratings that are five star. Yeah. But, and I mean, I, that keeps us I at mean, a five star. Like, I was just gonna say, so. nobody's out here calling us talking head narratives. Fuck dick. <laughs> Never responded to us. And that's why I just I can brush that off now and say he's a chicken shit because he doesn't know what he's talking about. Even yeah. though I fucking did. Yeah, because we ain't open headed now, bro. We talking about the SCPs. He wanted to open what that can of worms, that? and I wanted to close it. <laughs> but you can't put the worms back in the can. <laughs> <laughs> just check out the merch too if you haven't bought any merch yet. We're always coming out with new ideas. Well, Riley is because Riley's got that artistic flair for all that goodness, and there's so many good things on the website. Yeah, can, don't forget you can get, you can get our anything pretty much. Freaking shadow figure shirt. Turns out great. When I saw it in first person from when Jenna yeah, won it, it's so good. Freaking sweet shirt. I need to order one for myself very soon. I still need my trucker cap because I've been really slacking on buying our merch. Yeah, we got a really new like hat that's out right now with Ghosty the Ghost on it. Ghosty the Ghost Ghost. Sweet. I'm so with that. So with that. Yeah, and I think honestly that's pretty much it. And that yeah, was for updates for like what's going on. Yeah. That's pretty much it. We got a little more information on the the Ghost Con that's coming up in August. No, we haven't even talked about that yet. I don't think. Oh, we Did didn't. We? I no. thought we. I thought we hinted at that. Oh, I'm dropping the ball here. We're good. There in August of this year, we are going to be at a Comic Con like event with a bunch of really cool like activities for kids, like uh, at some historical site yeah like it's gonna be like there's going to be a ghost hunt at the end of it exactly at the place that it's at yeah and there's um, gonna be a lot of ghost cool people. it's gonna be in detroit we'll post more information as things come along we're actually gonna have our own booth there so, so come check it out you might even have stickers really cool and a shout out for to tommy tombstone our good friend for keeping us in the loop he's a man getting us into this yeah awesome I, yeah event. thanks to him like we can continue our outreach to other people that love to do this and that are into this community as well because this is really what it is it's just a big community of like awesome people that really love this stuff because we're so far into this now that it's never going away 
Right, and doing like some type of Comic Con thing is something we both wanted. I've to do always for a long time. wanted to. Like when the Grand Rapids has their like Comic Con event, like I've not been able to make it, but it's like I'd go cosplay. I'd fucking go hard. Yeah, bro. And if it's got ghost in the name of it, and it has to do with paranormal shit, and I get the paranormal hunt at the end of the night, I am so there. Like swimwear, I'm gonna be jumping in the deep end, and I'm probably gonna drown in it because hell yeah. <laughs> Let me look at the flyer real quick, because I think it's at a museum, Yeah, it's at some historical site, which is even cooler. Van Buren County Historical Museum is where it is. Which is dope. That's Um, fucking dope. Outdoor market is free. A museum tour is $5, and then the ghost tour at the end of the night is $20. Which, hey... We pay, like, a lot more than that to go ghost hunting. Uh, it's featuring paranormal groups, Ghostbusters, Mystery Machine, Spooky Vendors, Live Band, Ghost Tour, Jurassic Park, Killer Cars, Food Truck, uh, Disc Jockeys, so DJs, uh, Historical Museum, Kid Haunted House, and much more. And you best believe I'm going to be all up in that Jurassic Park because... <laughs> all i can now all i can see now is like them in that car where they drive up and see the brontosaurus and it's just like um, we might have merch with us i'm not 100 percent sure because the... it's very hard to buy it we'd have to buy it and then hopefully we sell it so and then we're just gonna sit on a bunch of shirts and then be like well i can't wear five shirts at once <laughs> But well, we'll probably have some stickers and yeah, things to I hand think, out to people. I think we're going to have some stuff to hand out. Our, uh, like We might even be able to take donations if that's something that we look into or like we're cool with. Because, I mean, we don't want to pour shame too hard, but it's also like, hey, help us fund this to keep us going and investigating. Because this year is the year that I want to go on at least three trips this year. Because we've done one every year so far, like big one. But I want to like go on like a little vacation road trip you know and like hit up a couple different places yeah. in a couple different states this year bobby mackey's is still high on my list yeah and if we can rent that place out to just ourselves and have that whole venue for our crew no outside pollution and be able to set up however we feel like it and know our stuff isn't gonna get messed with or anything like that i am so excited because i'm this is the year that i'm gonna invest so much into like camera equipment to make sure that everybody sees what we get to see yeah and we're gonna be grouping up with hopefully some of these other paranormal groups that we're gonna be meeting oh you best believe he is talking with tommy too like he wants to do mouth cemetery with us mm-hmm. and another group as I think well our friends your spooky neighbors might even join on on that shout out to them um and probably do some some more cemetery stuff this summer yeah we definitely saying, so much fun it's just tough to do in the cold and my hockey schedule it's right now. 14 degrees outside people you really want to stand out there for 10 minutes yeah i can't feel a ghost next to me when it's already cold you know what well I, mean? I was at work i took something outside to go grab like Just a pallet and we, my hands we hurt. investigated in a building that was negative three last See, year but there, there was at least windows in some of the floors so it was like we weren't in the wind okay. that's the big thing they had the tube wind. heaters that you could go sit in front of for 20 minutes and go back out no it wasn't bad like i was definitely like i'm so fucking cold that my nuts are probably up in my stomach right now but like hey i'm here for the ghost it's not about my bodily harm it's for the ghost <laughs> it's not about me it's about the ghost it's all about the ghost and that yes, sir. fucking duck was so much as far as we know it's still it. there yeah I, I was so worth it Eloise was one of my most fond experiences ghost hunting because i was 
crazy. And that's huge. Definitely one of the most haunted spots that we ever went to. Even though Old Lincoln County Jail is pretty haunted too. Both of those places slapped. I'm just going to go out on the limb and say that. Both those places are very, very haunted. But enough with the bullshitting. I'd yeah, say this has uh, been great. SCPs are going to stick around for a long time. And remember to keep your ears and eyes open for what really goes. Bump in the night. Goodbye.